Hey friends, I want to welcome you to another video teaching on spiritual weapons. So far, we've covered the belt of truth. We've covered the breastplate of righteousness, right? We also have covered the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. And today we're going to cover how to pray in the spirit, right? Again, Paul says that we need to put on the armor of God. We, we want to be soldiers fighting the good fight. And we have all these weapons available to us. Today, we're going to focus on prayer and specifically praying in the spirit. Here's what Paul says. Paul says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Right? I, I love that Paul says uh, to pray all kinds of prayers. So in other words, many ways to pray, but just to pray. Like prayer is so critical in, 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 in any believer's journey, especially when it comes to spiritual warfare. But I love that he said, you know, all kinds of prayer. So I just want to highlight some of those kinds of prayer, right? Group prayer is so important to pray with other believers. Jesus said when two or three are gathered, I'm right there in the midst of them. You know, don't miss the prayer nights that we're having on Wednesday nights or when you pray with your crew or just learn to uh, have a couple of people that becomes your prayer partners. You know, it's so important. I'm so thankful for the people that we have in the church who pray. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but every Sunday during our services, there is what we call the Fire Corps prayer team. They pray throughout the services. And it's amazing because to me, they are pushing us in the spirit as we are having service. And usually they're praying uh, the things that are aligned with what God is doing in service. So group prayer is so, so important. We're not meant to do life alone. We need uh, people that we can pray together. We can rally together. So don't neglect group prayer, but also individual prayer, right? Every day, uh, you should be in communication with God. Matter of fact, uh, it's impossible to live the, the, the Christian walk without communicating with God. That's what prayer is. It's constant communication with God. And sometimes you're praying out loud. Sometimes it's silent prayer. You know, the beauty of prayer is you can pray anytime, any moment. You know, it's about just being in tune with God all the time. And sometimes uh, you don't have the words, but you're silently praying for God. It, you could be you know, one of the things I love to do is when someone says, hey, can I meet with you? And someone asks for advice as they're sharing, I'm praying silently for God to give me wisdom, for God to give me understanding so that I can uh, say something that's beneficial because I don't want to give people advice based on just my understanding. But I want to uh, share something uh, that the Holy Spirit is saying that can help a person in that moment. Um, there's sometimes there's times to sh for shouting, you know, like we're in a war, right? When people go to war, uh, you need to sometimes to psych yourself up, right? You need to be ready for warfare. And sometimes uh, a shouting prayer is appropriate, right? It's amazing in the world, you know, psychology says you got to find an outlet, right? You know, scream into a pillow or, or uh, just go find a hobby, go, you know, go get this thing that's pent up in you out. Well, you can do that through prayer, shouting. Like if you read the Psalms, you see 
uh, all kinds of prayers. Sometimes people are very angry, very upset, but they channel it to God, not to other people. Again, we're not fighting people. We're fighting against the principalities of darkness. So sometimes it's good to just shout unto God, just release everything unto the Lord. And just walk in prayer. I love to walk in to walk in, and talk with the Lord. You know, I had to encourage you, you know, go around your neighborhood, go for a walk and, and pray with, with the Lord as you're walking. And one of the things I love about walking and praying, you're getting physical exercise and spiritual exercise. And there's something about walking that kind of stimulates your mind and heart in the right direction. So, and growing in prayer is more like the Bible says, sometimes we don't know what to pray for. The Spirit intercedes for you with groanings. You know, there are times in life where things are hard and we're going through difficult times. But even then, we can let the Holy Spirit pray for us. Sometimes it's just just a groaning. Like the, 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 I call that the, the, the heartbreak of the soul. Just allowing that to be a prayer. And God even hears those kinds of prayer. And bottom line is, is to just pray. Just constantly talking with God and having other people uh, rally with you. Because my friends, it is through prayer that we get spiritual strength, right? That's, that's the vitamin, that's the strength of your soul, right? And that's how the armor of God goes to work on your behalf. Like when you put everything on, right? You still have to activate your faith with your words uh, and, and with your prayers because it's impossible to win this war if you're not making declarations, if you're not believing, if you're not speaking life into your life, into your family, in your situation and circumstances that you find yourself in. And also the enemy will love to intimidate you, right? He makes you want to be fearful and afraid so you can kind of retreat. But by praying, uh, you are counterattacking. And so you're not intimidated when you're not fearful of his uh, tactics. So without prayer, my friends, we are weak and we are vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy. I tell you this, a, a, a believer doesn't pray is weak. You can't overcome anything if you're not seeking the Lord, if you're not activating your faith by asking the Lord to always be constantly uh, in the flow. You see, uh, God sometimes is just waiting for us to say, hey, can I intervene? Can I, can I come in? You know, because God's, uh, he's a gentleman, right? He's not gonna force his way into our lives. So God loves when we invite him to our lives every day. And so learn to just build yourself up every single day by starting your day with the Lord and then keeping him in mind and heart throughout your day. You don't have to close yourself up in a room for hours. You just have to be in the attitude of prayer all day long. You know, just little things like, Father, thank you that you're with me. Thank you that I'm going into this meeting, but I'm going with you. And thank you, Lord, that you provide for my needs. And just throughout the day, just having an attitude of prayer uh, all day. See, when we don't pray, we, in a sense, are saying we're confident in our own selves. You know, when we don't pray, it's almost we're telling God, I got this, right? And that, the enemy will love for you to think that you can do this thing on your own. Right? And that's a recipe for disaster. Right? Uh, I never want to think that I can do this on my own strength. You know, even to record this for you guys, I go pray first and ask God for the strength, for the wisdom, for His anointing, so that this video teaching can be effective to help somebody out there. I never want to think, oh, I can do this because I've arrived. You know, that's a lie from the enemy. Always pray, always ask God's blessing over everything that you're doing. Right? But Paul goes on to say uh, in Ephesians 6, 19, he says, 
Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Like I said, we as uh, pastors, teachers, uh, believers, we don't want to do this on our own strength and, and power. We need your prayers. You know, I, I highly encourage you to pray for your leaders. Pray for me. You know, I need your prayers. I need your covering. I need your blessing. I need, I need God's blessing uh, over uh, what we're doing. And so he says, you know, pray that we, that we may be able to do this uh, without being afraid. You know, Paul was facing incredible persecution. And nowadays, to be honest, a lot of uh, church leaders are facing some serious uh, persecution because the truth is an enemy nowadays. And so we need to pray for our spiritual leaders, you know, pray for uh, your crew leaders, pray for your team captains, uh, just just pray for people in position of leadership because it's not an easy thing to do, especially those who preach the gospel. We go through a lot of warfare and we want to be able to preach the gospel with a clear mind and with the power from the Holy Spirit. You know, um, I want to encourage you, though, uh, with a specific type of prayer. You know, I want to encourage you to ask the Lord, right, to ask God for a spiritual language. You know, I believe that as you grow closer to the Lord and you develop an intimacy with Him, uh, God wants to reveal more to you. God wants to give you more tools to empower you to live this life. And I believe one of those things is the ability to speak in tongues, right? And a lot of people get uh, weird about speaking in tongues uh, because for whatever reason, and, and maybe you've seen it, uh, people do it uh, in a weird way. But the truth is, uh, speaking in tongues is a spiritual gift from God. You know, uh, it's, it's a way of edifying your spirit, right? It's another type of prayer. Like all kinds of prayer includes praying in the spirit. That's what Paul means when he says pray in the spirit. He's saying like, bypass your flesh, and get into your spirit. That's what speaking in tongues will do for you. It edifies you, it strengthens you. Sometimes your words fails you. And so when you're praying in spirit, uh, you're praying uh, the, the, the words from heaven, right? Your sp it's a spiritual language that God gives you. It's a great mystery. And it's really hard to fully uh, 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 explain it. But I'm telling you, once you experience it, uh, it empowers you, it edifies your soul. You know, I was... A believer for many years before I was open to the possibility of a spiritual language. Now, that doesn't mean if you don't speak in tongues, uh, you're less of a Christian. That's not what it means at all. I hope we understand that. It's more like here's another tool, right? Here's another gift from God that empowers you to have a deeper relationship, a deeper intimacy, a deeper understanding that helps you bypass your flesh. By your flesh, I mean the natural, because sometimes in the natural, you don't feel like praying, uh, you don't have the words, and so you kind of kind of give up. But I think the, the spiritual language edifies you where you're just literally uh, speaking from your spirit, and your spirit is connecting to God's spirit. And the truth is, you may not, you're not gonna know what you're saying, but but it's edifying you, it's strengthening you, it's empowering you, right? Think about it, right? When, when, when kids are learning to speak, they say a lot of gibberish, right? And they, so if you see kids, like I had five kids, so I've seen this over and over again with our five kids, that in their gibberish, they are trying to articulate something, and for them, it seems like they're saying things that make sense. And for us, we're like, that's just gibberish. But the beauty of that is, for them, they're learning 
to speak. And so to me, in a way, your spiritual language may sound like gibberish, but it's actually edifying you. It's giving you strength. It's building your inner man. It's building, building your soul. Because remember, we're not just a physical being. We are, we are triune beings, right? We have a body, we have a mind, but we also have a spirit or a soul that needs to be edified, just like uh, kids are growing and learning uh, the meaning of life and the purpose of life and they're articulating words, but it all starts with gibberish. It all starts with little words, little articulation here and there. So ask the Spirit of God to give you a prayer language. And if you're not sure where to start, just say, Jesus, just, just learn to, that's a prayer. Jesus, I want more of you. Jesus, I want your spirit. You know, like I said, for me, it was years later, maybe about five or six years, but about five years after I said yes to Jesus when I was 20 years old, about 25, that I was so hungry and I kept asking him for more of him that I begin to have a prayer language that has just brought my prayer life to a whole nother level. And again, that if you don't have a prayer language, please hear me when I say this, because I know the enemy would love to turn that into a warfare, make you feel less of a Christian or uh, get into weird debates about, you know, does it work or doesn't work? No, that's not the point. The point is this is another tool available to all believers. Then you can ask God for it and, and, and trust that he will reveal it as he, as he pleases, as he pleases. And it's a great time. It's a great way to appropriate of the people that I, so, I told you earlier, a, a, a prayer group that you can say, hey, can we pray together for God to fill me with the Spirit? You know, when you come to church uh, on Sunday, go to the altar and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you so that you can have a prayer language, so you can go deeper with Him, so you can have a deeper intimacy. Because at the end of the day, uh, prayer is about intimacy with your Creator, with your God with your friend. Jesus is your best friend. His spirit is so real. When you when you ask him, uh, he's available to you. And that's how you can have this deep intimacy where the enemy cannot defeat you. He cannot take away your joy. He cannot take away your focus. He cannot take away what God has given to you. So I encourage you, pray. Pray with people. Go for a walk and pray. But learn to every day appropriate yourself of this amazing thing that God's given us. The greatest thing that God's given us. It's our lifeline. It's to always be talking with Him and pray about everything. Nothing is too big, nothing is too small. God loves you and He's for you. He's for your family and He wants to be in every situation that you find yourself in. And so let's, let's pray right now. So Father, we, we come to Your presence knowing that You are God and You are real. And I don't have to feel you to believe you because I know you are the unconditional reality in my life. You never go away. And so, God, we come to you with confidence that we can pray and you will hear us. So I pray right now for my friends. I pray that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit. I pray that you would fill them to, to, the, to the brink where they'll be able to overflow with joy and peace and gladness and be able to speak in different languages, in different tongues, that it will edify their spirit. I pray right now, an outpouring of your spirit over your people everywhere, God. I just pray right now that there is a sense of your presence coming over them that is filling them with everything that you are and everything that they need from you, Lord. Fill as we pray and give us an appetite for prayer. I pray you give us an appetite to pray daily to have a daily prayer life and to pray with others and to be, make prayer the most normal 
habit of our lives. Thank you, Jesus, that we can release all things to you and we can be in intimacy with you and we can trust you in all things. And thank you because of prayer in spirit, we will not be overcome by any lies or the seats of the enemy. So Holy Spirit, fill our words, fill our hearts, fill our minds. We need you, we love you, and we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I hope this has edified you and strengthened you. And as usual, don't keep it to yourself. Share this link for someone else so they can be blessed as well. We'll see you soon.